It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List, a very special episode of the Wednesday Pull List. <laughs> my name is Lux, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. How are you, my uh, friend? On a very special episode of the Wednesday Pool List, <laughs> Dana finally confronts her drug problem. I'm good. That just reminded me of an after-school special. We should get someone to do our intros for us. Like yeah. either someone like that or like the... Uh, the trailer voice guy oh in a world yeah <laughs> yeah we should do that uh maybe when we get money sure yeah as i mentioned this is a very special episode because this is episode 100 of the wednesday pull list so yeah this is episode 100 it may not be a big deal to a lot of people but it's a big deal uh over here because you know 100 episodes that's a, a lot a lot of episodes that is that is 100 in fact that's like two times 50 yeah yeah or four times 25 i had to think about that because i was like if i say the wrong thing i'm gonna feel like a dumbass and we're starting over from the top yeah (laughs) a lot of podcasts statistically don't make it past i'm gonna make up a number a few episodes Uh, and we've been going pretty strong i enjoy it and i hope simon does too Mm-hmm. So this time we're not going to review a book, which was weird to not rush and read a book today. We're going to answer some questions. We are doing a special Q&A episode, and I'm very excited about it. I was going to go through and type out all the questions and think about them and give them like so much thought before we answered them. But I figured that's not really how we do things here. So... Off the cuff. We're going to listen to them for the first time (laughs) on the episode, and then we're going to give our knee-jerk reactions. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll do it live. (laughs) We'll do it live. So I hope there's no racial slurs or any (laughs) anti-Semitism or anything. We're going to listen to them straight up, and it should be fun. But before we get into that, we're going to go over some training topics because there are some things that I just like to talk to Simon about. So deal with it. (laughs) Before we do that, though... Simon, how have you been? Uh, are you excited about a hundred episodes? Yeah, man, it's not a hundred of my episodes, but it is fun. <laughs> it's, it's how many episodes do you think it's been for you? Uh, it's got to be well every week for the last about year, about fifty. Yeah, because so I know we took 50. we took a few episodes off, so I would say yeah. fifty. So at least half of these episodes are yours. Yeah, if not more. Mm. What you got there? What you drinking? Mickey D's? Water burger. Water burger. <laughs> it's brought uh, to you by. <laughs> yeah. What a burger. Um, we I remember, sorry, I'll I will answer your question in a second, but there was this guy we were hanging out with from somewhere they didn't have water burgers. And Oof. He was laughing at the commercials like smothered in gravy, <laughs> just the way you like it. Yeah. You got to try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been good. I was working on hanging my show today. So that was uh, busy and tiring. I took today off to do that. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise, just chilling, just doing my thing. And your show's this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's Friday. I'm not going to be there. 
but <laughs> but I will be there soon. Okay. Yeah, no problem. There is a convention going on in June. Yeah, something that like you that. had sent me an invite to. I'm going to be there for that weekend for sure. Um, I know that doesn't help me going to your show at all, but <laughs> for sure. Will it still be up then? It might be. I have no idea. <laughs> That's like, my partners handled all the business side of things, scheduling. It would be absolutely dates. dope if you could figure out that it is, in fact, going to be up then, because then I could just kill two birds with one stone. I know and, it's up for a couple months. Then, yes, I will be there that weekend, and I will do all of those things. Yeah. So very exciting. Um, have you got any new figures or anything? I always ask you this. Uh, yeah, dude. I got this at the comic shop. It's Hush. Ooh, I like that one. It's from the Arkham series. I like it okay. I don't like the... It just has a forward swivel. So it's kind of limited. Yeah, that's... But, that's. But he might be... Like, you can take his head off. It might be good for a custom. Yeah. Speaking of heads, I sent you that mask sculpt. That's somebody yeah. made from the comics. I got to get a hold of that. If you guys um, know me, I'm a huge fan of the mask, specifically the comic book, because it was really my intro into comic books uh, as a child, which probably shouldn't be a thing. But Simon sent me this picture last night, and I thought it was his, and I'm so jealous. And I don't even collect figures, so I was just like, oh, my God, I need that. Uh, but it wasn't. I guess he just saw it online. Yeah. It, so, go ahead. It, yeah, they just had it on a Mezco body. Yeah, it's a figure of Big Head from the comics, and oh man, it looked perfect. It looks ex exactly like you would want it to. So uh, yeah, if you find it, let me know. And if it's under, I don't know. Well, that, I mean, I'll be able to get the head. You just yeah. got to find a body for it. Yeah. Um, so I also got the uh, Pale Driver Krig character for Mezco. I did a review, so if you haven't seen that, go check it out. Yep, on our YouTube's. Um, and I think that's it. I think I'm gonna start uh, uploading our YouTube videos to Pornhub and just kind of getting that <laughs> extra traffic. That's a good idea, you know. I mean, there's a lot of random videos on there. I don't know if you've ever been on that popular site. Never. <laughs> I don't even know what oh, that is. Oh my gosh. I've been good as well. Last week I got my second vaccine. So I'm 100%. I have the strength of a grown man and a small child now. <laughs> uh, I'm very strong. but well, over... Technically you do because they use stem cells. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm so <laughs> strong now. But uh, I was on. It, I didn't think that it was going to make me sick. My mom told me like she got sick from it. My wife, I was here. She got like, I thought she was dead for a second. Sick. Mm -hmm. uh, but Simon, you didn't really get sick. You just kind of felt a little you know like allergies really yeah so i was like uh i'm no worse off than simon no offense <laughs> but i was like me and simon are about the same person generally speaking so if he's fine i think i'll be okay i was wrong um i thought i was like dying it was insane i don't really get sick that often like that so whenever i do get sick i'm a huge baby about it yeah so I I joke about it now. Like, I don't really get sick ever. Yeah, me either. Uh, but I know I'm just going to have cancer or something. Like, yeah, that's going to yeah. be the thing. Like, that's I don't ever get sick, and then that's going to how I'm going to die. Yeah, I I really, I'm, I was talking to my wife about this. I don't really get sick that often. I think we went to the, we went on a cruise a few years ago, and I got like a double ear infection on the way back. And that was the last time I got sick. 
Unbreakable, man. And I didn't know what was going on with me. I thought that I was like dying. I thought my head was going to explode. And she was like, you never had an ear infection before? And I'm like, no, never in my life. Unbreakable dog. Yeah, I'm gonna have you're, cancer, or I'm gonna drown. Yeah, that's the thing. I yeah, can't uh, Bruce Willis, your your <laughs> weakness is water. Definitely unbreakable. I cannot swim, so I will drown instantly. I don't know, even know if he could not swim. I don't think that was a thing. Puddles that's, were his weakness. Is what we found out. Have you ever seen that movie? The second or the Mr. Glass? Yeah. No. Oh my god. You you will hate it. <laughs> this is what I've heard. I've heard it's bad, so I just you will, you we gotta watch it. Speaking of that, we are going to after I think after this convention we go to Simon and I are gonna start watching a few movies. We have a second movie project thing in the works. I don't want to talk too much about it because you know you jinx things when you talk about them too soon. But yeah, that's gonna be definitely be one of them because uh you're gonna hate it. <laughs> and I well, love, like- I guess we got to do it. Love to see your reaction from that. And Fantastic Four. We know we got to watch all the X-Men movies again. So we got a, we got a, a lot to do this summer. I I was, uh, I almost bought that movie the other day. They had a two pack of, what's it? Mr. Uh, Glass? Mr. Glass and the... the Unbreakable? Mm, the one before that. That wasn't oh, really... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Damn, with Professor Xavier from X-Men. Yeah. I can't mm. remember. I can't remember what it's called, but I actually like that one. Split. That's what. Yeah, it's yeah. I actually like that one. So it's sad that I like the two movies and the one that combined them together was absolute dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's get in to the trending topics. There's a few things that I wanted to talk to uh, Simon about. I ignore him all week. Well, rather, he ignores me all week, and so I Bad. wait. <laughs> I wait until we record to talk to him about these things. DC obviously has seen a lot of the things that Marvel has been doing the past few weeks. They really don't have any rebuttal as far as their movies. They could announce a lot of their movie stuff, but no one really cares anymore. Yeah. You know, I saw a, a teaser or not even teaser, just like an image they released about the, what is it? It's not a casting chair. What's it called? Um, when the actors have like the chairs with their names on the back. Oh, uh, yeah. Just whatever it is. Yeah, they had Batman. They had Batman. They had a Batman chair, and then they had another Batman chair. So it was like Michael Keaton's going to be there, and Ben Affleck are on the set of The Flash. But again, no one's really excited about that. What are you talking about, man? I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but so no one's excited. really excited about it. So you know, excited. they have Titans season three coming out in August. No one's really excited, but I'm going to watch it again. No. no one is is really excited about it. But the one thing that they know that they do win at is their animation. They they're finally oh, like, dude. fuck it. We know that animation is kind of our thing to keep us in the game. So let's just drop everything we got. <laughs> let's just put it all out in one day and we'll see if they react to it. The boys actor Jack Quaid will officially voice Superman in a new DC animated series on HBO Max titled My Adventures with Superman. I'm excited about it mainly because I like cartoons and I like superheroes. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen much about that, but I saw that it was kind of focused more on Clark maybe. Yeah. Like more of like their lives at the daily planet rather than actual Superman, Mm -hmm. which I think I I actually like that. Like Superman's going to be 
sort of the background character. But the alpha bros of the internet and <laughs> the group on online that we don't talk about, they're pretty upset that Lois Lane doesn't look lady enough. Oh. Which I, I don't know what that means. They probably haven't seen a lady since the 50s. And that Jimmy He's Olsen's, not wearing her pearls. Jimmy Olsen's black. But it's like, who really gives a shit about Jimmy Olsen, man? <laughs> Isn't like he a, black and Supergirl? And Supergirl, yeah. But no one wants to say anything about him because that guy's buff and he'll punch them in the head. This Jimmy Olsen is like a nerdy black kid. So mm. we, can, we can pick on him. Yeah. And also, he's not real. So smack him right in the mouth. <laughs> I don't really care about that because at this point in time, who cares? These are fictional characters. Just watch it or don't watch it. That's it. Yeah. If you have a problem with it, Guess what? Just don't watch it, man. <laughs> Guess what? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, right. This is not the show for you, and it's okay. I'm excited about it. It looks like it has a sort of an anime-ish vibe, kind of like yeah. the animation style from Voltron on Netflix. Yes, definitely. So I like that. I'm going to watch it. The Aquaman show that they mentioned before is another one of the shows. You saw the animation from that. That's kind of got the... Uh, I wouldn't even say it's Cal Arts, but it has a... Uh, have you seen the images from... The old Aquaman, the Aquaman show that they announced a few months ago. Mm -mm. I'll have to send it to you. Batman Caped Crusader is a new HBO Max animated series. is officially being overseen by the Batman director Matt Reeves, J.J. Mm -hmm. Abrams, and Bruce Tim. So it's going to have that. It's going to have that Bruce Tim look to it as well. From what I've seen, it, oh. it looks like uh, early years Batman. He has the big stupid ears. I don't like big. Oh, you don't, don't like the big. I don't like big ear Batman. I like the short ones. I just think it looks stupid. I think if he's really stealthy and really like that's his thing, I don't think, you know, two feet tall ears is like his thing. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like, uh, I don't know. I do. I'd like the short ears too. It just makes and, more sense to me. And they stick out. Yeah. They're like rabbit ears. Yeah. I think it looks dumb. And I get it. It's back in the day, bats have big ears. I just, <laughs> logistically, I don't think he should have a cape. And I don't think he should have, but I mean, the cape they use is, you know, serves a purpose. He uses it to be mysterious. Well, they've, yeah, the fact that he uses it to glide and stuff. Glide. They've made it, yeah, they've made it useful now. But more mysterious. This is what he usually does with it, to cover <laughs> his mouth hole so it doesn't get shot in the mouth. <laughs> That's for to cover his sneezes. Shoot, nah. him the, shoot him in the mouth hole. Nah, blah. <laughs> Not today. today. <laughs> uh. So I'm excited. If it's Bruce Tim, it's I'm excited. I don't know about J.J. Abrams. I don't really care about that. I yeah. hope not have any weird twists or any weird cliffhangers. Batman's actually a dream. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to do that thing where he's really in an insane. You know, that old thing, that, that theory that people think that Batman's in an insane asylum and all his villains are actually people that work there mm. that's what they're gonna do because it's jj abrams yeah good bitch good that's what they need speaking to do speaking of animated stuff from dc an injustice animated movie is an officially in development from dc i'm saying it's because of the the wild success from invincible you think so they saw omni-man beat the shit out of his son on TV. And they're like, you know what? We could have did this four years ago, five years ago. 
we suck. <laughs> and so uh, they're going to make it. I love that storyline. So sure. Why not? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I also enjoyed it. Any of their animated stuff I'm usually on board for. I didn't really like the era of Justice League War and like that. It wasn't even a decade, but that era where it was like they had skinny torsos, thick necks, and they're just their anatomy was weird. Like Superman's neck was like super big. Like in Justice League War and in uh, Dark Side, whatever the last one was. Oh yeah, yeah. I just yeah. didn't like the the style that they had all those characters. So that's me being annoying. What do you think about those three shows? Uh, well, I don't really care about the Superman one, but I'll watch it. We'll see if it's good. Uh, yeah. Cape Crusader that looks kind of neat, and they did do something like that. It was Batman's what hundredth birthday or fifty hundredth birthday. What was it? Um, 90th, 80th, 70th anniversary. I think the 80th was last year when they, uh, yeah, probably when they did like those little shorts. Yeah, they had them fighting Solomon Grundy or something. Those were really, really cool. Yeah, they did a black and white, like serialized TV mm-hmm. one, uh, directed by Bruce Tim, which was very cool. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. And I, yeah, I'm a big fan of Bruce Tim, so that'll be good. And Injustice, I I, I like the game for the storyline. So, you know, I'm not good at the game, but the storyline's great. I'm not either, man. Like, I thought I was, but then I played online against somebody who just got completely wrecked, and mm, this isn't entertaining. Yeah, they know how to, like, juggle and shit. <laughs> yeah, this, this is not entertaining. I can't punch you. I'm not allowed to punch you. Nah, I'm out. Disconnected. Just unplug my PlayStation. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited about all those two. Injustice, the animated movie, is a long. It should have been. It should have happened a long time ago. Some people are saying we should get a live action one, but mm, no, we shouldn't. Mm. If they were going to do that, they should just let Zack Snyder continue what he's doing because. Yeah, it's that dark tone. He's perfect. Worked. He's perfect for that. I want to go off on a Zack Snyder tangent for a second. And this here we go. Start the clock. (laughs) This might get some backlash. Why do people think he is like this legendary creator? I could not tell you because, okay, so he brought back Dawn of the Dead. That was his thing. Did you watch the new one? Land or Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Uh. Okay. I watched it last night just because I didn't know if you'd watched it or not. Is it terrible? Or is it watchable? I enjoyed it all the way through. Um, legitimately enjoyed it. But I, that does not mean it's good. Like, there's a lot of stuff I was just like, what? There's robot zombies. Do you notice that? That was the most insane thing to me. Because it's literally, spoiler alerts for anyone, whatever. I'm not even going to go in depth on it. But it's literally like two seconds. And it's not mentioned or they don't talk about anything it just happens yeah i think it's so i was just reading some stuff and some of the an interview with him i believe and they were like you don't it's kind of to confuse you of what the origin is because no one ever knows what the origin of zombies are unless they say like it's a virus or in one case it was the rage monkeys which i guess that's a virus too but 
but they show some of these zombies get their heads blown off and it's like all meat and like zombie yeah, they're, matter. Right. They're not all zombies. They're not all robots. Just some. Just one. <laughs> was it even like, and not even an important one. It was like one the side character. Right. It wasn't even, a, it was just like a random instance. This character was, they were fighting hundreds of zombies. This mm. guy's a, you know, by himself fighting 12, he shoots three in the head, and then one he shoots in the head, and he's like, what? And then shoots him again, and then you see he's a, a robot. And then he kills that robot. They never talk about it again. You don't ever see another robot. Maybe it was an android. Plus, they're <laughs> supposed to make a lot of those, yeah, that's aren't the they? Thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I think they're supposed to create a universe. But I'm like, damn, that is a really lazy way to create a universe. Huh. That's like well, having a UFO just fly in the background and be like, oh. There were UFOs in that. See? I hate that. Yeah, I apparently that. I saw a clip where there was like a soldier and then you see bright lights like pew pew shoot off from behind. I hate him. that movie now. <laughs> um it was entertaining. So yeah, but I'm with you. Like I do not understand the cult following that he has. Yeah. He's Ridiculous. okay. Ridiculous, yeah. But uh you know, people talk about Watchmen and Watchmen was okay, but I don't think Watchmen was like the greatest thing ever. I remember watching Watchmen for the first time and being like, hmm. I really liked it. That but was I'm okay. a big I'm a huge fan of that comic. Yeah. But not enough to be pissed off that they changed some things. Yeah. I was just like, mm, that's okay. It's very like Zack Snyder y. Like that's it. obviously he that's his style. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh moving along. Sorry for that tangent. I just I'm confused. Moving along. Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic is reportedly no longer in active development at Lucasfilm. Big surprise. Yeah. Who would have watched that anyway, you know? <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, they really dodged a bullet with that one. Poor yeah. Thing. Milk the hell out of that. Yeah. Poor, poor, poor Disney. They're losing, <laughs> losing out on a couple more million dollars. Yeah. What are they going to do? <laughs> They're going to have to lay off some people. I bet they probably still will do that. Sorry, you're fired. You're fired. This is one thing that I wanted. I added the picture to the show notes because I wanted your opinion on it (laughs) the official new flash poster reveals a full look at actor jordan fisher as impulse growing up in the 90s and go coming into full development as something i like to say just growing up (laughs) impulse became engorged (laughs) impulse was a big character in comic books back then very 90s i liked him you know because he's a younger flash uh what do you think about this poster the photo is terrible the photo is terrible because i've seen a picture of him like on set with the suit and the suit looks so good yeah no i just yeah the photo is just bad it's um, so it doesn't bad. somebody said I, I think on our instagram somebody's like it doesn't even look like he's actually running mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was like yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like it's weirdly photoshopped and i know they're trying to do whatever impulse you know, they have a picture of impulse in the comics. That's like a noticeable, like it's not iconic, but it's, it's a well-known picture of impulse where he's doing that pose, but it just doesn't translate very well. Like in this picture, no, his legs just look really small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, not only that again, he just, yeah, it looks like the suit doesn't fit his arm. His arms look small. Honestly, his legs look, yeah, his torso. His torso like he's leaning forward. 
I don't know. His torso is the only normal thing. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is got weird. very short arms and short legs. <laughs> How old is this? I thought Impulse was supposed to be young. Yeah, or, I don't I don't know, man. I haven't watched Flash in two seasons. I need to. I keep saying yeah. I'm go- I don't need to. <laughs> I mean, I really need it. Um <laughs> I don't know about the Flash. I always I think I like it, and then I start watching it. I'm like, mm, no, no, it's not good. It's not good, but I, not- I, I do, I do watch it. No, no, obviously not, not in two, two years. Mm-hmm. Speaking of DC, they also dropped this thing that I guess they thought people would be excited for. Dwayne the Rock Johnson will reportedly voice Crypto the Superdog in DC's animated League of Super Pets movie. Yay. The Rock. That man could write his own ticket, man. He could do whatever he wants. He could shit on a bus. They're gonna pay <laughs> they're gonna pay him a buttload of money. Yeah. Silly. To play crypto. I wouldn't even he wouldn't even be my first choice for crypto. I'd pick John Hamm. I think John Hamm would do a great crypto. <laughs> that would be great. John Hamm's got some good uh, comedic chops, so Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I just we someone was ta- our, our buddy Dr. George was talking about Batista being like The Rock. I think Batista can act. You well, know, no, that's what he was saying. He, he said that Batista has a, a bigger range than The oh, Rock. Okay, yeah, then I agree with him because yeah, I think the Batista can actually act. I enjoy some of his things, even though he's like a giant meathead dude. He still can act. The Rock in all of his movies just acts like The Rock, and then they kind mm-hmm. of like form the movie around that. <laughs> So, no offense Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you're listening to this, I'm a huge fan, for sure. I like, I like the way you say Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> Today, this morning as we arose for the day, hmm. <laughs> Marvel released the first official teaser, I put poster here, but trailer for the Eternals movie, and I guess they did drop the poster too did you watch the teaser trailer you know i did baby what did you think confusing if you know very confusing but uh, also i mean it's cool i'm confused on how it's all gonna work out yeah where the fuck were they when all this stuff was happening well obviously they didn't step in yeah but they were like we're not stepping in until now (laughs) it's just like what i want to know what event makes them step in when Half of existence getting wiped out doesn't make you step in. The Red Wedding. Um, and, and the thing is, the Eternals, a lot of people have gotten online and they're like new Eternals fans. And there's been some flack about the trailer because it doesn't look like Jack Kirby's original design. I'm just like, dude, that would be that would be trippy as hell if it was like a Jack Kirby movie. Like, who would watch that? It'd be all these neon colors and odd shit. It would just be, it would, I think it'd be too much. Yeah, uh, it would be cool to see, but I agree. It'd be cool if they added some elements in, and it's who's to say that they don't? They Obviously, they're setting a certain style for this movie, and but they might add some stuff in there. I, I think too much Jack Kirby would be off-putting to the casual moviegoer. Yeah, I hope maybe they'll do some Kirby. Crackle, that'd be cool. Kirby Crackle. <laughs> I, I I mean, I think it looks cool, but I'm also, again, I, I'm just going to watch it either way. So 
Yep. The thing is, I really am wondering again, what event is causing them to step in finally. It seems like they're taking the role of the Celestials and like Watchers kind of. Mm. But we know that there are Celestials because in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, they show them. Well, they're also in nowhere. Like that's yeah. a Celestial head. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how that all ties together. And one of the main things that the Eternals do is they keep the Deviants in check. And Than- young Thanos is rumored to be in this movie in the sort of a flashback. And he's a deviant. So if he was the person going around collecting these stones, trying to alter reality, don't you think they would step in? Maybe they ran out of airline miles. All our questions will be answered in November. Maybe. And that Randy Savage voice really (laughs) bad idea. I did. And then they acknowledge that it's after Endgame because they talk about Steve and Iron Man being gone, so I like how they're so flippant about it. Like he's yeah. like no, <laughs> Iron Man's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's dead after he sacrificed himself to save everyone when we were just watching from afar. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. That he's dead. <laughs> That's all the news that I got. Do you got anything coming up that you're excited about? Mm, not that I know of. I did send um, you those Moffex figures because I like to yeah, that'll be next year. Though. Live vicariously through you. Yeah, that'll be next year. But that's, yeah, I don't have anything coming up really uh, or anything that I've gotten. Do so. you know where that mask figure, where you can get it? Somebody printed that. So somebody sculpted it and they're printing it on their 3D printer. So whenever he puts them on, like people in in the groups on Facebook, like they're like, oh, I printed these out. You know, they're 35 bucks. Oh, yeah, the heads people charge out the ass for the heads. You know what I'm saying? So, so anyway, they, so they sculpt it themselves and then scan some, it in. No, they do it like in ZBrush. So mm. they do it in their computer. Oh, they're even more talented. Yeah, technic technically skilled. Technically, technically, skilled. technically, they're skilled. Yeah. <laughs> all right, folks. That's all we got for trending topics and what's going on with Simon. That that corner of the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. A new a new title. We're gonna take a second to listen to some ads, and then we're going to jump into the celebration. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards, all your nerd essentials. 
their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find and it will really help out the show. All right, welcome back, folks. Thank you for taking a second to listen to those ads. And if you didn't, we don't mind because this is the celebration episode. Yeah. A Q&A, if you will. Yes. Usually we review a trade, but this time, as we mentioned earlier, we're not going to. We had some of our lovely friends of the internet phone in some questions, and we're going to go through those. I don't really know how it's going to work, but luckily I have nothing to do tomorrow except edit this. Uh, I was going to say train wreck, but I don't think it's going to be a train wreck. I think we're going to be all right. It's going to be good, dog. Our first question is coming from our friend Botter. Let's take a listen. Yo, what's up, Wednesday Poll Podcast? It's Botter Milligan from the Short Box Podcast. Lex, Simon, congrats on hitting 100 episodes. I've only recently started listening to the show since finding you guys on Twitter, but it's been a blast to follow along, especially the Seven Secrets episode you guys did. That was a really good review. My question for you guys is what's been the most important lesson you've learned to starting the podcast, whether that be a, a new perspective or appreciation you now have for comics or podcasting in general. What are some of the more impactful lessons y'all have learned through your podcasting journey? Thanks again. Keep on podding and happy 100. Peace. The projection value, I hope, stays with the rest of them. Everyone else will have a uh, hard time keeping up. That was a great question. Do you want me to go first time? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I can tell you right now what I've learned from actually like there is a difference from like doing it casually and it just being a fun thing. Like it still is that. And that is what it is. But as Simon and I have gotten better at it and as we've grown a little bit, I have kind of wanted to give it a little boost. I've kind of wanted to stoke the fire a little bit to just see how far it can go. And I've learned with that, that it takes work. And I know that sounds naive, but it takes actual like uh, time, dedication, and yeah, it takes more work than people think. People think that you can just hop on, record, and then if you build it, they will come. But it's, it's a lot about, it's not network. I hate the word networking. It's not about that, but it's about forming a community around sort of you and Right now, what we're doing is building a community around Simon and I, which sounds stupid when you talk about it. But I feel like we have such a casual conversation about these books that people love. People listen and they feel like they're part of the conversation. And that means a lot to me. So it's something that I want to keep doing and it's something that I want to improve. And I just the biggest lesson that I've learned is that a work can be fun in my life work has always been work and not saying that we get paid for this but <laughs> it is hard work and it is also fun yes. so it's something that i've learned that people always say oh do something you love and it's just like mm, those those things you, yeah. work and fun they, aren't, aren't the same they might be for a little while like if you do something yeah. you love and then it's work again um yeah so yeah for me I don't know if I could have such an eloquent way of saying it as Lex, but for me, honestly, it's just shown that it takes consistency because we, you know, we had done a podcast before and it didn't go very far because we, it was like, 
it was that joke, you know, we're two middle-aged men who don't have any interest. What should we do? Start a podcast. You know, like yeah. uh, it was something that neither one of us had a huge amount of tips to give on that. So yeah, this is a better environment um, for me. I really enjoy talking comic. Lex is bringing me into the comics universe more. I've always had a base knowledge enough to be dangerous, but mm-hmm. I, you know, you're telling me about books. It's almost like somebody that brings you a record of the, you know, mm-hmm. uh, some music you haven't heard. So you bring a lot of comics my way that I would not know about. And I've loved, um, as well as just being able to talk and get together every week. And mm-hmm. it's been a good time. So like I said, I, for me, it's just consistency, you know, yeah people say that a lot people say consistency is the key but it honestly we haven't done much i ramble on twitter a lot and that's what i would quote unquote say our community is sort of forming but we haven't really done a lot as far you mentioned that we had a podcast before it was called two broke guys selling art we had a general interest and like you said it was a thing that you do when you have a midlife crisis you start a podcast Mm -hmm. and this was something that we thought we knew a lot about technically because we both are into art and we both have the desire to sell art but it was more of like we were trying to make a podcast how people make podcasts <laughs> well but it was, with it was also that neither one of us were selling art so it's hard to tell yeah, yeah someone yeah, else yeah. how to do it um yeah we weren't successful famous artists <laughs> we were just yeah. like and that's why i mean like people make entrepreneur podcasts that aren't like millionaires and things like that so we were just like making a podcast and it just it not that i felt phony i just really at the end of the day wanted to talk to simon mm-hmm. and so our podcast would just be tangents and tangents and tangents and then we would sort of hone in on what we wanted to talk or what the episode was talking about but this one we legitimately the base of it we i think we agree on it is we're catching up genuinely it's just i live far away from simon now and it's a weekly check-in with a friend and we also the base of the podcast is talking comic books so we read comic books something that we're generally interested in and we talk about it casually it's not like we super dissect it as like expert reviewers or anything Mm -hmm. and i think people can relate to the casual review rather than like hmm his use of onomatopoeias here was (laughs) you know that's the biggest word i know sorry (laughs) so so yeah that's what uh i hope we answered your question this is gonna be a long episode because i i don't know terrible off the cuff was a bad idea let's keep it i'm just kidding it's perfect yeah our next question is from optimus prime wednesday pull list this is optimus prime if you could have one of the decepticons jump over to the autobots who would it be and why Till all are one. Pretty impressive. <laughs> that was a, that was a great question from Optimus Prime, but it's also our good friend Rob. For, he's Rambling Rob on Instagram. Follow him. He just started his own podcast. It's really really good. I cannot wait till we get. We're doing this thing called Wednesday Guest List soon. I can't wait to have him on. Uh, he does voice acting. He has a podcast. Comic book nerd. Great guy voice actor obviously (laughs) so you go first who would you have as a dis i know who my answer is it might be the same as yours what decepticon (laughs) would you have go over to the autobots oh um 
you know, honestly, I feel like I should know more about the Transformers. I'm more uh, well versed in like Beast Wars and that. Yes, that. I, um, I would say same, but I'm I know that I I'm super stupid nerd. Yeah, I yeah Soundwave, I guess. Uh, he's the I know it's the same one that you were gonna say. <laughs> he's super cool, you know. Um, but I also like that he's a villain, so I don't know. Yeah, I like that he's a villain too. And that's where I'm I'm the same way. It would be Soundwave for me because Soundwave is my favorite Transformer. Right. Maybe Starscream because I think it would be interesting to have that lesser like that dynamic of this usurper all the time with Optimus uh-huh. Prime, but he has to be yeah. gentle about, you know. It's good. It's a, a, that is a good choice. I'm still going to stick with Soundwave because he's my favorite and I think logistically he would be it would just be an easy transition. He doesn't have necessarily evil traits. Yeah, he's more robotic than most yeah. of them. Starscream is interesting, though, because there was a cartoon that really cultivated my love for Transformers in the 2000s, early 2000s, called Transformers Armada. Mm. It was a really, really good one. And in that show, Starscream kind of has like a midlife crisis where he goes, he just hates Megatron so much. And he realizes that he can't overtake the Decepticons throne that he's right. He would rather team up with the bad guys to screw over Meg or team up with the Autobots to screw over Megatron and Unicron than rather just be a Decepticon forever. And so he has this conflicting allegiance yeah. going on and it really actually played to the story well rather than him just being this guy that's like loki that's always just trying to get over on people he's just like he wants to be the leader and he just wants to get rid of megatron <laughs> and so to do that he would rather team up even if it's not permanent permanent he'd rather team up with the autobots to do it and it was a really good story yeah Ter- some people, i don't know i haven't read it terrible since voice for that g1 now megatron! it's just so <laughs> I love it. So, ugh. oh man, so good. So I hope we answered your question. I'm going to stop saying that for everyone else. I hope that we answer your questions in this episode. Let's just go to the next one. It is by Steve. He's a discord member of ours. He does reviews. He is a good guy. Let's listen to what he has to say. Good afternoon. This is Stevie from the Wednesday pull list discord. Congratulations on 100 episodes. My question for the group is, what's your favorite comic book so far of 2021? What comic book from this year would you recommend to us to read? Thanks, and to many more episodes. All right, Steve, thank you for the question. Now, this one's probably going to be easier for me to answer than Simon. I'll reframe it for Simon. What book? Okay, I'm just going to say for me. (laughs) Thank you for translating. (laughs) For me, it's Ultra Mega and Radiant Black. Mm. Because I know soon you and I will get to review Radiant Black for the podcast because Volume 1 is coming out within a few months. Issue 4 came out last week of Radiant Black, and it just cemented me as a fan. It's got Invincible vibes to it. And it has the tokusatsu Super Sentai element to it, mm. which I'm, it checks off all the boards for me. So I'm yeah. in, 
I've bought multiple cop multiple variants. Multiple copies because it keeps sticking the pages together. I, mean, I did. Yeah, I do have multiple copies because they're just like crinkle the outside and then the insides are stuck together. So I can't wait to read that with Simon because I know Simon likes Super Sentai as well. And so that's good. And then Ultra Mega is this kaiju story, which is like Ultraman. And I, I can't even explain it because it's so good. But I can't wait to read that also with Simon. But Simon, for you... I, I'm going to ask you what story that we've read so far within the lifeblood of this podcast have you enjoyed the most? Because only because I know that you you're not you know you don't do, re, do weekly comics. Yeah, um, the the ones that I remember the most, I got to say, I really like Seven Secrets. Mm, so good, and it's still so good. And the Wonder Woman, uh, Dead Earth. Yeah, that one was great, man. It was so good. I really enjoyed that one. Um, I just loved how different it was than any other DC book that I've ever read. Yeah. Any other Wonder Woman. I don't read a lot of Wonder Woman stories, but yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to pick two and those are going to be my two. Yeah, I picked two as well. So we're, we're, we're safe. All right. Next up, we have Lance from Comic Book Keepers. Let's hear what he has to ask. Hey, Lex and Simon, this is Lance from Comic Book Keepers wishing you a massive congratulations on hitting 100 episodes of the Wednesday Poll List. That's an amazing feat, and I can't wait to listen to more. My question for you both is, what is your nerdy, guilty pleasure franchise? Can't wait to listen. Have a good show. I'm going to let Simon go first with this one, uh, because I, mine is so easy. You go first. I got to think. Okay, yeah, so maybe I'm, yeah, mine's so easy, so I'll go first. Mine is... Rom, without a doubt, Rom for me started as a joke in my college years with my friends. Uh, I typically like characters that a lot of people don't like, or just have maybe never even heard of. And I, I wasn't a huge fan of Rom at that point, but we were—I remember it very distinctly. We were all hanging out one day, and I talked about like maybe Cap loving Captain Marvel, and someone saying, "Oh well." You probably like Rom, like very niche character. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I do like Rom. And then it just became this thing where I went out and bought Rom number one. And then I bought the whole collection and I started reading it. And then it just sort of like the fans of Zack Snyder, it just, it became a real thing. Like we say that it's good enough so much that I fell in love with it. And it became one of my favorite characters. And now every time I see a Rom book, I buy it, uh, I'm always talking about it, and I'm, I've, he legitimately has become one of my all-time favorite comic book characters. Guilty pleasure, as far as comic book characters, if I'm if I'm just nerding out, I'm going to say superhero fighting games, maybe? I'm terrible at them, and I always buy them. Like, every single one of them. Okay, yeah, I figured out what mine is. I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, yeah, everything I like is cool, so <laughs> no guilty yeah. pleasures here. Yeah. Um, no guilt on my end. <laughs> but I just thought about it, it hit me. So, um, yeah, my guilty pleasure, and I'll watch it to this day, and I stand by it, is the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Oh, nice, yeah. <laughs> I I know it's not good, but I still like it. Um I can nice. sit down and watch it anytime. It it's got some really corny parts, but I think it's better than most people give it credit for. I think the worst part about that is Colin Farrell, like his whole character thing. But I think that yeah. Ben Affleck did okay. I didn't hate the costume. 
Jennifer Garner. I don't hot. hate the con- I don't hate the costume like most people do. Yeah. I don't hate that movie like a lot of people do. Yeah, uh, I would like I legitimately like it though. It's not that. It's not. Yeah, like, see, no, I it's me, it's like, like, oh, this is. I know this is bad, but it's like, yeah. oh man, this is. I like this movie. So, well, see, that's how I am about Spider Man Three. I genuinely like Spider Man Three. Well, that one too. Yeah, and people really hate it. I'm just like, ah, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> like I get that there are some parts that I don't like, but. No, I like that movie. And I haven't seen Daredevil since, oh, God, 2002? I don't even know when that movie came out. Yeah. But, like, I would not watch Elektra. I haven't seen that movie. Uh, You've never seen it? No. Oh, my gosh. I'm just, I'm making notes of movies <laughs> that I'm going to make you watch. Yeah. And I yeah, I would say if I had to pick something, because my major hobby is, like, toy collecting, I would say yeah. would be getting those Fortnite figures, like, yeah. because I don't like the game. That you want to like not tell people. Yeah, I don't want to tell people that I've got these toys because I like the character design. Yeah, the character designs in that game are freaking chef's kiss, though. They do some great designs. I will give them that. Yeah, I was eyeing that like chicken tall geese one. I haven't haven't pulled the trigger yet. But anyway, yeah, I would say those are those are my guilties. Yeah, so definitely check out Comic Book Keepers. We follow them on, on Twitter. You should, too. Next up, we got our friend Cookie from Just a Little Podcast. He's also a member of the Discord. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey, guys. Cookie from Just a Little Podcast. So we're all into pop culture. I know, Lex, you collect a lot of comic books. So when it comes to your comic book collection, if you have to get rid of all of them except for one, which one are you keeping and why? And then, Simon, same thing kind of goes for you. You have a lot of action figures. You have a lot of toys, a lot of collectibles. If you can only keep one, out of your entire collection, which one are you keeping and why? Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. Keep pushing on. You guys are awesome. Take care. Damn. Damn, Damn uh, Cookie. Why? <laughs> that was, I, was, I, I was expecting all home runs with these questions. Why? Yeah. Um, Oof, that one is tough. That's tough. I'm going to go first, though. Maybe. It, it, damn. One. Okay, so I have X-Men number one. But I have no, I have no connection to that. Like, it's not something that I would keep and be like the only, I don't know, man. Damn. Um, I should have <laughs> listened to these before. If I had to pick one, if I had to pick one, it would probably be, it would probably be Invincible number one mm. or ROM number one. That's tough, though. I have some great books. Yeah. I mean, some of this stuff comes in sets, so I'm not even and, thinking of sets. I'm thinking of one thing. Well. And and so for me, I'm going not monetary. It can't be monetary. It has to be emotional attachment. It would have to be ROM number one, but he only asked for one. So I'd go with Invincible number one. I think, Fuck. I think that's a good choice. That'd have to be the one. Yeah. I love that book. Uh, I would I would cry getting rid of my ROM number one though. <laughs> would, I would actually cry. Yeah. Man. What about you, Sam? This got to be tougher for you. Yeah, honestly, I feel like if I had to get rid of everything else, and only room, keep one. God damn, that's a hard thing. question. It would be my uh, Batman the animated series Batmobile. Mm. I do like that scale Batmobile. Um, I would say. If I just had to give up the hobby, that's one thing I would keep. That is the coolest. That's not the coolest thing you have. But when I go and when I see all your stuff and I'm in your room, I'm like, yeah, that's that's badass. Yeah, I do like that one a lot. 
I mean, but again, I couldn't pick. If I had to, if I had I'm to just, pick one thing out of you, if I had to pick one thing out of your collection, I wouldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would just kill myself. <laughs> and I'm trying to think, like answering for you, just off of my knowledge of what you have, what I would keep out of your collection. I don't know. Shit. I have no idea. Um, yeah, that's a good choice, though. That's a solid. That's a solid choice. Safe choice. Uh, hey, Cookie, thanks for that. That was terrible. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> I sleep got, tonight. I got, I got the sweats. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about losing all my books. Okay. Next up, we got Mark from Geeks Unleashed. Check them out. They have a great podcast. We're going to link everybody's information in the show notes, and uh, you'll be able to check them all out. So, oh, wait, your... hold on. Sorry, what? we didn't answer why, though. Why for Cookie? And I, I don't ah, want to okay. leave that out. For me, it's no, just, yeah, let's do it. yeah, it's just the obvious ties to the Batman animated series. Loved it since I was a kid. That was one of the first collectibles that I bought as a big purchase because I love the cartoon and I didn't even know they made it. You know, I yeah, that was very early on. You've had that one for a while. Yeah. So that was before you had like, I wouldn't say 90%, but it was before you had a big chunk of that. Yeah, probably 90%. Man. <laughs> um, for me, obviously, if you listen to early episodes of the podcast, if you listen to any episode of the podcast, I bring up Invincible at least once. Before the fame of the TV show, this Invincible, I'd always like mindlessly collected books just because it was like a hobby that I've always done speculating and I just well I won't say that I wasn't into it but reading Invincible I checked Invincible volume like the single trades from the library and I read, I read one through three and I just completely fell in love with it and then I started collecting the individual issues and it just it was a story you know people collect comic books think about when Spider-Man one came out and all those characters were introduced. This was my version of that. This was a story that I fell in love with while it was still coming out. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was popular, but it wasn't at nearly as popular as it is now. And it just, it really made me love comic books. Like I, again, I've always loved comic books, but this really dialed me in. And so that I have that emotional connection to it. And then my other choice, which I don't get another choice, but Rom, the reason why I was stuck between those two is because like I mentioned before, Rom, it was this joke. And maybe it's, you know, to get really sappy and sentimental. Maybe it's just, you know, thinking of memories with me and all my friends hanging out together, nerding out, because those are some of my most cherished memories. And it just becoming this thing and it it in my collection that it's a memory of that. Um sorry. I can put that lame, <laughs> but, that's, but that's, that's why, uh, cookie again, why? <laughs> yeah. So we're moving on Mark from geeks unleashed. Check him out. Let's hear what he has to ask. Hi guys. This is Mark here from the geeks unleashed podcast. I wanted to say congratulations on your 100th episode. I look forward to listening. My question for you is if there was a brand new Marvel versus DC event, which they did in the nineties, who would be your new five Marvel or DC heroes that would compete in the event? So sort of like, you know, brand new heroes that they've got that they didn't have back then would be ideal to hear. Uh, look forward to hearing the answer. And uh, again, congratulations. Cheers, mate. Damn. We should have listened to these before. I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> I loved Marvel versus DC in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Huge fan of it. There was a spinoff series called Amalgam where they mixed all the characters yeah. together. I just I know about absolutely, that. Yeah. absolutely loved it. So you don't you don't know about Marvel versus DC? Kind of. I mean, I think I even have one of them. Like, yeah. So in the '90s, they had they put this thing out. There's a joint 
effort from both companies, which they don't really do. They haven't done in years. Uh, they put it out for the fans to vote who would win. They had these you know, popular characters, like you mentioned, five matchups, and they let all the fans vote on who would win. It was Superman and Hulk, Thor and Shazam. It was probably more than five. Wonder Woman, Storm, Quicksilver, Flash, Submariner, Namor, Spider-Man, Superboy. Um, and then they had like a bunch of side fights. Who would you pick now to be in a five, five matchups, Marvel versus DC? Uh, I'm just going off the cuff because that's what we're doing. I would do Superman and maybe Sentry or Hyperion. Something like that. Damn, this is tough. Give me a second. One second. I think I could do this. <laughs> this is like a tough. It's a tough matchup. Um. Okay. Let's just pick the big ones. Superman has to go up against somebody in Marvel because he's Superman. He's. I feel like DC has stuck more with like their main characters. Marvel like rotates who's popular, whatever. Mm-hmm. DC sticks with. So we're gonna do Superman. Superman's fighting. Bucket Sentry. That would be a great fight. People want to know who would win between those two. I'm going with that one. Batman versus Black Panther. Mm. I'd rather see that than Captain America because I believe Captain America kicks the shit out of Batman. For 100%. Um, and I also think Black Panther does too. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, I'm just <laughs> I was like yeah, I'm both Black, <laughs> Black Panther. Uh, let's talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man has to be in it. Who would be the D? De- We're just answer this one together rather than. Yeah, because the that, there's a lot of. I, to be honest, like I kind of feel like a fake comics fan because I couldn't, I I don't even know. The only, uh, as far as DC is concerned. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got to have Plastic Man versus Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Okay, or, so we got or, Super- or Plastic Man versus uh, uh, Miss Marvel. Bring a new Ooh, character. That'd be in. good. That'd be good because Mr. Fantastic, his intelligence gives him like a trump card. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Plastic Man versus Ms. Marvel, that's cool. Um I would let's take Superman versus Sentry out because that's not even something cool. Batman versus Black Panther, Plastic Man versus Miss Marvel, that one that one would be fun. I gotta have Spider Man in there because I like Spider Man, but who would you like to see Spider Man go up against? Well I would I wanna I I wanna who go ahead. Well I would say like Miles versus Static. Oh damn, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Miles versus Static. Sorry, Pete. You had your turn in the '90s. Who else do we got? We got to have some ladies in there, other than Miss um, Marvel. Let's do Captain Marvel versus Wonder Woman. I feel like that'd be a good one. That would be cool. Yeah, for sure. They have similar costumes. I mean, yeah. kind of. I got to have Hulk in there. Yeah. Solomon Grundy, man. <laughs> I would like to see a rematch, and this is a cop out, but I'd like to see a rematch between Hulk versus superman but i would like to see like immortal hulk versus superman mm. he's not more well, maybe like world war hulk versus superman that would be cool you know what i mean like someone that is strategically smarter than the well he was he fought professor hulk, but professor hulk was weaker so yeah i'd like to see like the green scar versus superman like now not mullet superman everybody knows no one's gonna beat mullet superman he's the coolest <laughs> so and then blue yeah that's cool blue superman i mean he's the 
top tier. No one can touch that electric blue Superman. All right, so here are our five. It took us a second. We got it. We got Batman versus Black Panther, and we're going to talk about who wins. Probably Black Panther. Yeah, I got to give it to Black Panther on that one. Plastic Man versus Miss Marvel. I'm giving it to Plastic Man. Plastic Man is insanely powerful. People don't even realize. Yeah, I, I uh, what I've always loved about Plastic Man is they treat him like a secret weapon. Like he's yeah. like they've got him in a storage facility or he's like crazy like he was in the Dark Knight Returns or Yeah, and they just deal with him pretty much because they know they need him. Yeah. And Miss Marvel's a teenager. Yeah. Not saying that she's any less of a superhero, but she's still has, you know, less experience than he does. Mm-hmm. Then we have Miss Marvel versus Wonder Woman. That's really tough to call, but I'm going with Wonder Woman. I would go with Miss Marvel. Or Captain Marvel? Yeah, Captain Marvel. Mainly because uh I don't know. She's got those she can shoot like fireballs and shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, we're split on that one. And then we have Green Scar versus Superman. I'm always gonna go with Hulk. I went with Hulk back then. I think he beats the shit out of Superman. I think it would be a tie. That's a good safe choice. I mean, I really feel like, and I know that's what they would do anyway. Yeah, they would. They would. All right, Mark, thank you for that hard-ass question. I feel like these are getting harder as we go on, so uh, damn. Yeah. Next, we have Frank from Freaks and Geeks. Uh, Let's see if he lobs us (laughs) an easy one. Yeah, what's your favorite TV show? (laughs) Hey, Simon and Lex, this is Frank. I just want to first off say congratulations on 100 episodes. I know you guys put a ton of work into your guys' show, and, and it's it's evident in, in the quality and the fan base. Uh, I hope that there's so much more things coming from you guys. I'm looking forward to it, and you guys do really great work, so that's exciting. My question for you guys is, who is your favorite character from the Amalgam universe? Uh, if you're a 90s kid, it's just like the coolest thing on the planet when they when they cross and merge. Um, Dark Claw, he's the one, of course, that brings most people to the pages, but uh, there's so many really great ones out there, so I'd like to hear what your guys' favorite is. Also, do you think that we will see Amalgam come back? Will DC and Marvel get along? I know there was been, there's been hints from Donny Cates of a crossover you know, in the future, but I really would like to see a good old Amalgam Universe uh, reboot. So I would love to hear from you guys. Keep up that amazing work. You guys are great, and uh, here's to many more. Thank you, Frank. So related to what we were just talking about. <laughs> I love the Amalgam universe just in general. I remember being a kid and just eating it up, just like physically yeah. cutting the books and eating. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember loving just those because it's always this huge divide. Like you have Marvel fans, you have DC's fans, and then they have this event, which I wish they still did. Donny Cates did tease it, and they did tease it in the uh, Doomsday Clock of a crossover maybe one day i would love i think that they they do have something on the horizon a few days ago they had this uh announcement or this leaked thing that disney was trying to buy dc which i think is stupid um and it would be nuts but i do think there is going to be some sort of crossover in the next couple years hopefully it's amalgam uh as far as dark law he was cool i remember thinking he was really cool when i was younger he looks like edgy 90s badass character but when i was younger even i thought like this doesn't make sense for those two to be combined like they just picked like wolverine is the batman of marvel universe like he's on 11 different books batman's on 55 different books they're just the most popular characters so they combine them together mm-hmm. he's not my favorite even though i did think he was badass when i was younger i love spider boy yeah Sp- spider boy is my favorite he had i loved the i love 90s superboy 
and it was Ben Riley's Spider-Man, which I love Ben Riley's Spider-Man, is basically just Spider-Man with a leather jacket and he used a gun for his webs. So it was perfect to me. And they did a second book called Spider-Man, Spider-Boy Team-Up, where he worked with the Legion of Superheroes and had all these combined futuristic characters. And I just thought it was so good. So Spider-Boy was my favorite amalgam character, but there's so many great ones. Yeah, I've got to say, uh, honestly, it would be the, what was it? Iron Lantern? Iron Lantern was cool. Uh, I remember seeing that one and it stuck out to me. I was like, that is cool. Because I would yeah. just, I just love the idea of those combined. Green Lantern is one of my favorite like team ups or whatever like power sets um yeah the universe i really love the green lantern so uh yeah that would be my spider boy close second yeah dr strange fate is a close second to me because like that character was so overpowered originally you got dr strange and dr fate and then at the end of the issue you find out underneath the helmet it's fucking professor xavier mm. so it's Doctor Strange, Doctor Fate, and Professor Xavier all combined. It's like, what? Damn dog. Why? They kind of did my boy Hulk wrong in Amalgam, but whatever. <laughs> they mixed him with Solomon Grundy and made him Shulk. And I was just like, dude, <laughs> what? Solomon Grundy won't pay it, too. Why crap on him like that? Because he's just, you know what he ends up being? Just Solomon Grundy. Mm. <laughs> that's, all, that's all it is. That was a great question. Easier. Thank you. That was a, that was a, yes. Thank you for the slow toss. All right. So we got Sam up next. Let's hear what he has to ask. Hey, what's up Lex and Simon. How's it going? I appreciate you taking my call. This is uh, Sam from DHBE podcast. Uh, my question for you guys is really to, if you could describe the experience of your podcast from the when you started to the current point you're at now because you're you're literally at your 100th episode which is such an incredible goal or it's such an incredible landmark to, to you know as a podcast to get to I think because some people don't even make it past episode three and I can only hope to to make it that to that point so um, describe your experience so I could compare it to mine and <laughs> really that's what that's what it, it is so I can compare it to mine and see where I'm at in my you know progression I like that I also like the recording sounds like the uh robot that was in Jabba's palace that's like <laughs> you've got some what does he say you've got some nerve or whatever yeah it sounded a little bit like that so yeah anchor was really weird so some people had to do it from their phones and I have heard that it doesn't have the same sort of you know connection with certain phones so I appreciate the question, and I think I will take the lead on this one since I've been here since day one. Whoa, show off. <laughs> you know, if you haven't heard. <laughs> so, originally, the podcast started... I think this is a good question. I, I like to talk about this. Obviously, we mentioned it more than once. But started the podcast, I've always had this, this dream of... If you have a... Or not a dream, but just this thought process of like, if you have a hobby you should certain hobbies you should do more with it and like give yourself a reason for the hobby like i collect comic books and a reason could be that i could resell them i know that i'm never going to resell them and then so i created the podcast as kind of like a not reason but sort of my idea originally was like i like talking about comic books and superheroes and 
I'd always just wanted to kind of do something creatively. And, you know, the same thing, I think I get, I didn't give Simon the idea to do toy photography, but I was like, Hey man, toy photography is just a thing that just like, you have these figures. Why not, you know, do this. I'm not saying that I gave Simon the idea, but I'm just like, (laughs) reinforce it from an idea he had (laughs) (laughs) sort of like, uh, yeah, you should do that. But uh, the early days weren't really focused on, comic books we just kind of did random things as we mentioned before it was sort of like creating a podcast for podcast sake so we were doing like just random stuff talking about movies talking about all kinds of things but specifically wednesday pull list was a title created from you know weekly comic books coming out every wednesday so with the original um run that we had murph had to leave because a lot of things he's a new dad coronavirus hit and him with his job he just had to be out there more and he never really wanted to read comic books and never really had time to and so we we stopped the podcast we did a bunch of episodes and we just called it quits and it really i was really depressed about it simon and i also had a podcast uh sort of towards the end of the wednesday pull list and we just could never really get the we didn't really care about it like I care about this one, and I don't want Simon may have like Simon's like crying, like I really cared about it. I feel like a jerk now. No. <laughs> we didn't care about it like this one, and Simon hit me up because I mean Simon's my best friend, and he's like, "Hey, we should just you know I want to talk to Simon. I bug him every day, just in text generally." And he's like, "Hey, I would do this with you if you ever want to kick it back up." And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, let's do it tomorrow." And he's like, "Oh well, maybe let's wait a couple <laughs> right now. Get on right now." I was just like, hey, uh, we're recording. Yeah, you got a minute to record. <laughs> and so we just, we kicked it off and we, we took a couple of weeks to kind of like find what we were doing and, and what we wanted to do and get in the flow. But I feel like you guys can't see our numbers, but if you look at our numbers and it's nothing that we even, it's, we care about it as sort of like a secondary thing. But like, as we found our stride and got comfortable what we're doing, like, genuinely increased everything else and like falling in love with it and like genuinely enjoying talking to Simon and enjoying the books that we read because I I only pick books that I either want to read or I've heard a lot about and I've been interested in and then also another check mark is that I think that Simon would either love it or hate it so it's like if I think Simon will hate it I will pick that book as well because we can't all we can't all you know have all just tens ten ten tens every week yeah so that's kind of where it is and like simon mentioned earlier it's just been consistency and it's it's easy when you don't record a podcast to record a podcast and it sounds weird and i don't really know how to say what i'm trying to say but like we just we just talk yeah and the enjoyment is that we just record what we, the basis of the podcast is reviewing a book but if you listen to any of our two-hour episodes, there's a lot of nonsense in between all of that. <laughs> so, uh, Simon, can you talk about your experience from 50 episodes? Because that's still a lot. Yeah, honestly, it's hard to believe that it's even been that long. Um, yeah. It really helped with, you know, the isolation that we all had over the last year. It really helped me with that. I know that it's not really podcast-related, but uh, really helped with that. So it was always nice to see a familiar face uh, every week, uh, talk to my BFF. And 
I don't know. Just like I said, it brings me into a whole new world. It lets me talk about nerd shit with somebody, which is awesome. Uh, that's why I really wanted to be on the podcast. But, you know, when you said you were shutting it down, I was like, hell no, man. Because I would listen to the Wednesday pool list and I would like talk to you guys. <laughs> like yeah. y'all be talking about something. I'm like, no, no, that's not right. <laughs> so Murph only likes like action movies and things like that. So he doesn't, he's never, I mean, he's maybe read a comic book, but doesn't really get into like the comic book side of it. Right. But uh, anyway, yeah. So it's, it really, it's been great. I can't, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, and, you know, I hope we can keep going for a long time till one of us dies. I think we can. I mean, again, unless you move, the only thing that would ruin that is if you moved here and we saw each other regularly. Yeah. I'd be like, Ugh. then be like, why would we need to record? <laughs> unless we just started recording every hangout. Yeah. Uh, so, so Sam, I don't know what episode you're on, but advice to you, I would say what worked for me personally is just finding a way to make it as casual as possible. Uh, Simon gave me some advice. I was editing really heavy at first. Uh, and Simon was like, hey, man, people are either going to listen or they're not going to listen. Like they enjoy what we're talking about. And an um or, a, you know, a sniffle isn't going to deter them. Like they're listening to us. So don't cut it like just. And so I do very minimum cutting now, like usually when I have to pee. And then I cut out Simon's. I say, hey, I got to go pee. I cut that out. And then I cut out Simon's groan. Like, uh, and then like the rest of the episodes uncut. So I would say just find a way to make it as casual as possible and to where it doesn't seem like it's a job. Because I feel like some people get into it like for the sake of making a podcast and then it becomes work. Mm -hmm. So I know some people are talking about like a big part of creating and growing a podcast is promotion, self promotion. And yes, you know, we do a little bit of that. But you'll see the early days I did like heavy promotion. And then as we've gotten more casual now, as I've just genuinely been enjoying it more, I do way less of that. I still talk my, our main promotion strategy is me just fighting with people on Twitter. <laughs> and then on Wednesdays I'm like, Hey, we got a new episode. <laughs> That's really it. And it's been working. So yeah, if it, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So long winded answer. Uh, I hope that helped. <laughs> he's like that did not answer my question at all but <laughs> he's like did you guys not hear me that's not even what i asked you <laughs> next up we have a question from our friends over at lost in comics simon was on their uh channel they have a youtube channel very primo stuff they're fellow texas natives yep let's hear what they have to say what's up dudes this is chris with lost in comics and i have a question for the both of you or one of you whoever's answering the questions but who came up with the idea for the name Wednesday pool list. Also, you guys are our Texas brothers. Do you guys indulge in Texas barbecue? What kind of damn question is that? Of course we Great indulge question. in <laughs> Great question. barbecue. Come on, man. To answer the yeah, to answer the back part of it, absolutely. Texas barbecue is the best barbecue. Yeah, come at me, Nashville. It's the best. I don't care where you're at. Tennessee, shots fired. Texas barbecue is hands down the best barbecue. Uh so yes, on that. Mm -hmm. The Wednesday pull list name is easy. I well, yeah, of that. I'll just tell you right now. I came up with that name <laughs> uh, because no, I'm kidding. Simon created the name and I stole it from him, created a whole podcast without him and then brought him in afterwards. Uh, sort of like Bill Murray at the back end of Space Jam. He came in to save the day. 
No, I created the Wednesday pool list because like we mentioned uh, the previous question, I wanted to create a podcast about comic books because I loved comic. I, I genuinely love everything about comic books. People will say like, Hey, Dan, this show sucks so much. Like, how do you watch it? There was someone in our discord yesterday that was like, I heard this show is so bad. Should I even watch it? I'm just like, listen, man, if it's got superheroes or comic books, I'm at least going to check it out. Like, I don't care about other people's opinions so much. I'm at least going to check it out. Probably watch the entire thing because I just like comic books and superheroes. So I I thought like, how do I channel this? Because my wife doesn't want to listen to this shit. (laughs) So maybe I could just talk to someone online about it. Then I moved. Simon and I live very far away. He lives in North Texas. I live in Central Texas. And it's genuinely like one of the things we have in common, one of the many things we have in common. And it's just a way for us to talk. And if you listen to our episodes, as I mentioned, we talk about a lot of random stuff. We go on a lot of tangents, but the base is uh, comic books and superheroes. So I created that. I have a Wednesday. I have a pull list that I pick up every Wednesday. I've had it for, or I've had various ones for over a decade. And it just seemed like a perfect theme. It's a good name. Originally, I was going to talk about weekly comic books every week, but there's been like within the past decade, there has been times that I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do weekly comic books for a little bit. For for now, it just seems and on, you know, online, as far as like Twitter goes, I do talk about weekly comic books, but it's easier for me to talk about a collected edition on a podcast because you get the whole story like every week talking about like what's going on issue to issue to me doesn't have uh sort of an evergreen type of thing like you can't just two years from now someone can't listen to an episode about a random issue you know what i mean right so yeah that's the answer to that question thanks man cool next up we have cole cole is from comic burrito great guys great member of our comic book community we love him he's got a double question which is breaking the rules but uh and it's 22 seconds long how crazy is that (laughs) yeah he's gonna Let's hear what our friend Cole has to say. Hey guys, it's Cole from Comic Burrito. First off, congratulations on the 100th episode. That is an awesome milestone. I've got two questions for you though. First one, of all the trades you've reviewed so far, which one has been each of your favorites? And two, if you were to design the perfect burrito, what are all the ingredients that would be inside of it or on top of it? Thanks. That's a good question. Mm. In Texas, we like burritos as well. We like... uh, Tex-Mex food. I would say I was going to say like Spanish food, but I'm going to yeah. keep it real. Mexican, Mexican. <laughs> yeah. So Simon already kind of answered the favorite books that he's re- reviewed so far. Yeah, but I would also say that Firepower. I'll put that on Ooh, there. Firepower is good. That was good. If I had to, if I had to pick Seven Secrets, surprised the hell out of me. So I'm going to say. If I had to pick one, it'd be that one. Department of Truth also surprised the hell out of me, man. I forgot about that one. Yeah, Department of Truth is really good. Uh, I'm going to go with Seven Secrets, though, because... Chrononauts also very good. (laughs) Damn, Chrononauts was good. (laughs) I think the least favorite would be easier to answer. But I've talked about that too many episodes in a row, so I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, But also Bitter Roots. Yeah, Bitter Roots was also good. Damn. Too many. Yeah. We need to. I need people to recommend books that they think that I won't enjoy because these books we've just been loving them so far. Spider Man Life Story, worst. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then. Or well, excellent. Yeah, excellence is the <laughs> second worst. 
yeah. So perfect burrito. Mm. It's tough. It's tough because I'm like a basic dude. I will eat like pretty much anything that they put in front of me, like yeah. food wise. That's why I'm easy, you know. easy to poison. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm going down to just uh, to, if I had to pick my perfect one, black beans, rice, doesn't matter what kind of rice, chicken. Mm, a little bit of cilantro. I'm not a huge cilantro guy, but I also don't hate it like some of the people that hate it. Avocados, not guacamole, and corn, but like it has to be like a mix. You know what I mean? Like the the it's a fiesta mix. But that's not a thing. Where <laughs> yeah. they they're playing the maracas and yeah, it's just like it's a whole mariachi band where they put it in your burrito. Yeah. And it's obviously topped with queso, uh, doused with Cholula. And yeah, it was also, I have cheese, shredded cheese on the inside. I'm, I'm doubling up on the cheese. But yeah, that would be... <laughs> Not shitting for a week. Yeah, no, I got to keep it in to enjoy it. <laughs> I, it. Off the top of my head, that's what I would do. Maybe... Um, not a lot of lettuce, a little bit of spinach if you have it on the inside. I don't like shredded lettuce too much. So, uh, yeah, sorry, son. I like burritos. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, like, I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kind of hungry too. Uh, I gotta go. I would get like barbacoa mm. and maybe some black beans and fajita veggies. Mm. If we're talking like, I know there's probably a better name for that, but like, uh, sauteed vegetables, uh, peppers yeah. and shit. Maybe a little bit of peppers rice. Peppers and shit was a better name for it. Yeah, peppers and shit. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, that's a, I'm pretty simple. As long as I know that there are veggies, I put a little bit of cheese and some guac. I like guacamole. See, I like avocados. I don't like. I don't really like guacamole. I don't know why. And it's maybe just like a hard stance because people like guacamole so much. I'm just like, you got that ODD. Give me, give me the, give me the avocados. What is it? Obstructive. ODD means something. It's like obstructive disorder. It's something. Obst- I have it. Obstructive something disorder, and it's like where you, you're. Just choose whatever's opposite. I think Dr. George has it too. <laughs> One, he definitely, yeah. he definitely has that. Um, but yeah, that and then pico, but that would be it. Mm. And then I, yeah. I bring hot sauce with me to the table, and I put that shit on every single bite ever. Yeah, that's what I do with Cholula. I keep the bottle with me. My wife keeps it in her purse. She's annoyingly Spanish. Hot sauce in my half, back swag. Half half Spanish. So she has Cholula with her usually, and I pour it on every single bite, without a doubt. That's what I love when I go to Taco Casa, legitimate Mexican food restaurant. And uh, oh, Taco Casa is the chef's kiss of fast food. Yeah, fake, Mex- fake Mexican food. But what I, they're like, how many sauces do you want? And I'm like, uh, twenty. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, don't don't. They're gonna get used. Just yeah, <laughs> give don't me, give me a limit. Two handfuls, please. So. Yeah. Cole, thank you for the question. Very on brand. I appreciate that. Yeah. And let's see what IB has to say. Hey, IB here. I was just wondering, judging by how the animated series for Invincible has come, do you think it's actually improved on the comics' storyline? And also, do you think I can get compensation from Robert Kirkman for giving me PTSD at age seven from Marvel Zombies? That's a good question. Do I think it's improved? Some people are really upset that they added future story elements into the um, season one of the animated series. Personally, 
I don't really. I, it did throw me off to see some of the future, you know, storylines or whatever. But I appreciate it because I, I I read it in 2003. I appreciate watching this show and it feeling like something new. I, I did not want a shot for shot reenactment of the book. It just wouldn't. I would know what was going on. And this one, it wasn't anything like super necessary for it. It merged it very well. And it made it feel fresh for me. So I wouldn't say that it improved it, but I think that it worked really well for the show. And if you're going to make a show off the first 12 to 13 issues, it would be relatively slow. So I think adding some of those elements kind of boosted the story a little bit. So I think it worked for the show. I don't know if better is the right word for it because I've read the entire series and it works as a whole series for me. But I remember reading it originally and thinking it was a really slow start. Mm-hmm. So I think it works for the show. But I don't know if it would work the opposite, if it would work in the story for the you know book. What do you think, Sam? Honestly, uh, so I've read the first part uh, as well. And I, I got to say that it does. I think that it cleans up a lot of the, mm-hmm. the filler. Um it definitely works for TV better. And it kind of, I really have wanted to watch it or read it again because of the, you know, show. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's great. I, I think yeah. it has. Marvel Zombies, uh, I haven't read that in so long. But I remember reading it when I was younger and being like, woof. Yeah, it's sad. There's it. <laughs> Real sad. So yeah, Robert Kirkman is probably not going to get back to you on that. His intention was to scare every child and teenager. Um, so he wins. Yeah. Ivy has a great TikTok account. If you guys are on TikTok at all, follow us. Simple, so shameless plug. Wednesday pool and then Syme. Wednesday pool Syme. And follow Ivy. Yeah. Ivy 1025, I believe. And if not, I'll... Again, all the links for all these people will be in the show notes. Yeah, that does not stand for irritable bowels. It might. We don't <laughs> yeah, know his life. True. That's true. <laughs> Next up, we have a question from Greg from the First Issues Club. I love this podcast so much. And I don't want to say that I don't love anyone else that has gave us a question, but I do love these guys. Hopefully, we can work together with them in the future. But uh, let's see what they have to say. Hey, this is Greg with the First Issue Club podcast. Wanted to congratulate the Wednesday pull list on 100 episodes. Huge milestone. Congratulations to you both. Well-deserved for sure. Wanted to ask, 100 episodes. What have you learned? What would you do differently? To all those aspiring comic book podcasters out there, what advice do you have for them? That's a good question. Very introspective. You got anything, Simon? I'm going to think about this one. Uh, I think, to to me, I mean, I feel like we've kind of covered what we've learned as far Mm -hmm. as uh, taking care of, you know, consistency and and stuff like that. I would say if I were to do something differently, um, it would be to spend more time reading the books, maybe twice, reading them twice. I would hope that our reviews are are good. I hope that people enjoy them. Like I think people yeah. do. Um, but, you know, if I've read over them twice, maybe took some of my own notes. I did try it once, but then you started doing it. I was like, oh, I'll let him. Um, <laughs> but I'm very controlling. I apologize ahead of time. No, sh- 
a hundred episodes in. I apologize ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, that, that would be my part is sometimes, and I, I think we're both guilty of this. I'll read it because we record on Monday usually. So I'll I read, read Sunday or Monday between yeah. after I get off of work and when we record. My wife yells at me every week. I read it Monday. I usually start reading it at 5 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, why do you wait? And then I'm like, leave me alone. I'm reading. Yeah. And she's like, why do you wait until the last day? I'm like, because I have extreme ADHD. So if I read it on Friday, I'm going to forget anything that I, any note that I have in my head. That has happened. That when we, when we had to skip the week for firepower, I was like, I hope I'll remember this. Yeah. But I could, like you said, read it twice. I could read it. Yeah. And then thumb through it the you know Monday. Maybe I should do that. Next 100 episodes, I will work on that. Yeah, that was yeah. By 200, we'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was the deal with Oblivion song. Like I was like, yeah, I'll read it after work, and then things kept coming up, and I was like, I sorry guys, I did not read this comic at all. My uh, problem with Oblivion song is I read it, and this is a mistake I made more than once uh, on the podcast. Is I had read some of these books before, and I was like, and I was like. Oh, I read that. I don't have to read it again. I liked it. I read it. I'm not going to read it again. And then so like we had a guest on and he pretty much carried us because we were like, yeah, tell us what happens next. Yeah, what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> so. so yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's good. I will say that advice and sort of what we learn or what I learned mixed all in one is that it's not, a lot of people will start a podcast and think like if you built it, they will come. And I mentioned this before. It's really about building a community and then like those people caring about what you say and then like you interacting with them. So we do do that on Twitter a lot. Do do. We, yeah. And so we have our discord and we kind of foster that and it takes a little bit of work. It's discouraging to make an episode and not have anybody listen. We've had, when we brought it back, we, we did have a good episode we've had great episodes I, better than a lot of people. And I, I don't want to like humble brag or anything like that, but we've had lower episodes and it is discouraging, but it's also just people aren't going to listen just because you have a podcast. It takes a little work to stoke the fire and we're starting to see, or not starting to see that we saw that early on and we're starting to see sort of the fruits of that labor of like putting in that extra work mm-hmm. and it's a great feeling. And so one, I would say consistency. If you do just show up every week, you're ahead of a lot of people. If you take a little bit of time to cultivate some relationships, maybe with, like I have a very good relationship with First Issue Club. I love them. Another question that we're about to get is from another Oblivion Bar podcast. I have some great relationships with other podcasts. Not like any follow for follow type thing or anything like that, just like genuine I enjoy these podcasts and I've reached out to them and just cultivate relationships and people that listen. I, you know, I make sure to respond to everybody and sort of cultivate every relationship that I can. Taking the time to do that is like leaps and strides for your show. It's just doing little things like that. I feel like early on, if I would have spent more time focusing on making the podcast enjoyable for me personally, rather than the first mistake of like trying to record a podcast for podcast sake and then cultivating little relationships. I feel like that's the thing. Doing something you love 
and this is something that I love doing and um, finding a way to sort of impact other people's lives, whether it just be like, not, I mean, something like hugely like making people cry, listening to our episodes, but I mean, <laughs> people will message us and be like, man, I was screaming at my phone at life story. When y'all did y'all reveal life story, like, I want people to feel like they're having a conversation with us. Yeah. Same. And we've gotten responses like that. And it just means the world to me. So long winded answer. I don't even think we've answered it correctly, but uh, yeah, there it is. Thanks, Greg. Yeah. Next up, we have Chris from the oblivion bar. Another great podcast. You definitely have to check them out. Uh, Let's hear what he has to say. Hey guys, this is Chris Hacker with the oblivion bar, a nerd culture podcast. Congratulations on 100 episodes. That's incredible. What a milestone for you guys. Uh, I always look forward to your new episodes each week, and and thank you so much for being a friend from the jump when we first started the Oblivion Bar back in April of 2020. You were one of the very first shows that reached out and you know gave us a uh, basically a, a true mold of what a nerdy podcast should be. So thank you so much, and and here's 200 more. And uh, I, I say both from Aaron and I at the Oblivion Bar. Um, we're excited to see where you guys go from here. So our question, I think, uh, and I'm sorry if you've already gotten this question. I'm sure it's probably a popular one, but we're curious. If you had to pick one episode that you could basically show what the Wednesday pool list is, what would it be? And uh, we look forward to your answer. Thanks so much. And congratulations once again. Thank you for that. There are a lot of kind words. Mm-hmm. In that, and it really, it's actually sort of touching to hear all of the kind words today. Um, so thank you to everybody for that. This question has sort of been asked already, but this was worded a little differently. Favorite ep- or best episode to display what we're about, not necessarily favorite re- you know, book we reviewed. I have to think about this one. I'm going to do a tab real quick and look at the episodes. So ignore my clicks for a second. I'm going to go off the cuff <clears throat> and say that life story was probably the best episode to show that we're about because we're not about just pleasing yeah. um the like as far as like the fandom who likes what like we tore it apart because we didn't think it was a good book and and Lex liked it the first time did and you know reevaluating all that and him reading it again and like I I'm reading it the first time and I'm I'm just not seeing why anyone would like it like not even trying to tear it apart because i'm sure the creators you know spend a lot of time on it not trying to kill anybody there but Mm -hmm. um i think that really shows a lot about what we're about here we're we're about being honest we're about reading recommendations that people you know bring forward to us and and trying to be honest with them and almost like i i love to hear what uh, people's reactions are whether it's in discord or otherwise to what we say you know like because they suggest something and they're like, all right, let's see what they, what they think, you know? So it's almost like when you play music for your friends and like it's way different than if you're just listening by yourself, you're like, they're judging me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know, we've been on a hot streak of books that we've loved. Uh, and I feel like if you listen, if you just jumped on like, a, you know, a, a month ago, you're like, Oh, these guys love everything. I, I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going through some of the, I went through the list of everything since you joined and I'm like, 
what? Like, I don't even remember reading <laughs> this with you. So I am going to go back and listen to some of these. So I'm excited to uh, to listen to these. I'm going to have to say, yeah, I agree with Life Story because if you think that we only love read books that we love, I would say that you should listen to this one because we really go in deep on why this book doesn't work for us specifically. Mm -hmm. Uh, That doesn't mean that you are wrong for liking it, but I remember enjoying it when I first read it, but then like actually sitting down and reading it as one whole story, not, you know, monthly or anything like that. And it just falling apart for me and coming to the realization while talking to Simon and Simon saying, you know, some of the things that he noticed and I'm like, yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. I feel like that's what it is. And that's what we genuinely try to do with every episode, even though the past, you know, two months have been books that, you know, there have been a few that we didn't like, but yeah, that one. Episode uh, 84. So go back and listen to episode 84, if, especially if you loved Spider-Man Life Story. I've had people that I really respect in the either YouTube community or, you know, Twitter, Instagram, sort of combo community, like, hey, man, I can't believe you listen, you didn't like Life Story. I'm like, well, listen to the episode. And then they've gone back and like, uh, I still love it, but I can see where you guys are coming from. Yeah, and I, it's perfectly fine to like a shitty book, but yeah, I'm just I like a lot of I like a lot of terrible stuff. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, um, but yeah, if 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 you like it, you like it for the reasons why you like it. I understand that. Yeah, and I'm not this is, you know, it's all subjective. So, and that's our thing. It's just, it's us. It's our show. This is what we're talking about. These are our opinions. We're not saying like these are the industry standard opinions of what you should do, but like, mm, you should. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last question we had. I want to take a second just to talk to Simon for a little bit, a little, a little wrap up section. I do appreciate all of the questions. Um, there were some that were too, you know, that we didn't get to, but. We don't want to do this thing for like too many hours because yeah, hours. Maybe we maybe we can catch them on a different day. Yeah. So a hundred episodes, man. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm glad you're here with me. I'm glad you don't hate it yet. So I've been meaning to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is it, guys. The final episode. Yeah. We just put that. We'll get a million hits. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Hundred episodes. Been great. 50s with or so with me so. with yeah within you you started doing twitter photography and i'm not saying we helped you grow or did or you know the, the podcast didn't help you grow but it's like for me your photos help the podcast grow so i thank you for that maybe you know some people that i've talked to enjoy your photos so i appreciate that well yeah it's just like this whole thing where we're just this is sort of our creative outlet and we have some things like in we have some opportunities that I haven't talked to Simon about yet that tie in the things that we were already doing that we want to do. And it's just like, it's just weird that it's actually, I wouldn't say it's a huge success. I'm not saying it like that, but it's just weird that it, it is where it is, you know, that people actually listen to it. And at the, you know, the base form of it, it's weird that people listen to it. Yeah. I think it's interesting how multifaceted, uh, this is you know because you've got your thing that you like it's the wednesday pool list tiktok but that's like that's kind of your part of it i do like the toy photography trying to yeah. lead back into it um and then the podcast is the youtube like yeah we've just yeah so much stuff. it's just like our creative 
I'd say dumpster. <laughs> we just we just throw our stuff into. Yeah, it's probably not the best. It's a creative for, pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just throwing all of our creative. Like, there's things that Simon people don't even know. Like we, which I guess if you listen to the show, you know that we've created a comic book a long time ago. And my absolute goal and dream is to become such a popular podcast that Simon and I could put out any comic book we want and it gets sold just because people are fans of the podcast. That's it. Yeah. That's my goal. That's my reason for doing it. Just so people buy Patastic because I don't want to make Patastic and then nobody buy it. I want it to instantly be sold whether people like it or not. You can always kickstart it. That's true. But like that's that's the thing. Like we can do that with it. We obviously have some things coming out with movies. I don't, again, I don't want to really talk about, we, we just have a lot of things, like anything that we want to do creatively, we can kind of like shoehorn it through the Wednesday pull list and it's sort of just become its own thing. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. And uh, I really appreciate all, all you guys. What do you, what do you want to do with the next 100 episodes? Do you have any ideas or plans that you want to do with the Wednesday pull list as a brand for the next 100 episodes? Um, I want to say one sentence every episode. That's it. And then by the end of it, it'll make a full podcast. One sentence, uh, one sentence reviews from now on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I would just love to expand more, try to get, uh, it would be great if we could get more recognition from like the comics industry. You know, mm -hmm. you've done a lot of like work getting us on, you know, the early, early editions for image, you know, promo issues and stuff. Yeah. So we're on the press list for image boom so, uh, source point press scout vault i mean we we've got some good smaller publishers yeah not saying that they're smaller in a like a negative tone i just mean they're not like yeah the, i mean uh, disney and warner brothers conglomerate right and i think it would be great to you know expand the uh toy reviews stuff like that they don't get a lot of hits but they're fun i enjoy them when and we're also, you know, we're also, I don't want to cut you off, but it's also, and I thought it was the same thing. I was like, this, our stuff should be hitting. And YouTube is, YouTube is just like another monster that we're, it's basically like the first episode of the podcast. Like we, if we apply the same consistency and mm -hmm. the same sort of thing to it, like it's obviously worked. If we apply the same thing to that, then we will be on the same path. Yeah. So YouTube is going to be a big goal again for me for the next you know i'd say 100 episodes that's two fucking two years <laughs> so yeah yeah we can do two a week we'll do the movie so less than a year yeah or less than two years um but yeah did i just spoil something you were just talking about you were like i don't want to talk about it right now <laughs> well no not really okay but yeah you know i just want to expand what we're doing really i think it, we've got a good thing going on People like us, apparently, For not just reason. our friends. Too many people like us that it can't just be our friends and family. Yeah, I don't really think our friends and family actually listen to the show. Yeah, that's definitely. The, that's, I, that's the thing. I personally do not know anybody that listens. Well, two people, personally. Yeah, and I, and they don't listen to every episode. Like The people that I'm talking about don't listen to every episode. Yeah. I don't know a person that listens to every episode. Well, maybe Dr. George. Yeah. But I don't know a person who listens to everybody. I don't know if he's person. a person, really. No, I'm just kidding. Doc, we love you. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think at this point, when you reach a level where 
more people listen than like your personal people, then I think you're you're doing okay. And I think we're at that level. Yeah. Me personally, I would like to to strengthen our community of people like the pool heads, the people that like to listen to us and support our stuff. I'd like to strengthen that. I don't know how or what that looks like, but I feel like that's key for what we want to do next. Everybody gets dumbbells. We're really going to bulk yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube is going to be a big thing. We've tried, we've tried like sprinkling in things on YouTube. We have never really uh, sat down and thought about what that would look like or planned anything out. We just kind of like sprinkled some of our uh, repurposed material on there. So we haven't, we just started doing the reviews, uh, I want to say two months ago. You would say it was your first one? And maybe. Maybe not even. Maybe. Before. Yeah. Yeah. So we had we just started doing those. I'm excited for those to take off. Uh, and we, again, we have some other stuff planned. I'm really excited about YouTube this next two years. The podcast, obviously, is the base of everything. So we're going to keep that going. Um, yeah, just to continue sort of the path. I just, I'm really happy with what we have going on right now yeah it's, and i think if you know tell us what you want to see tell us what you want to hear um yeah out there you pull heads and yeah uh, and working with some of the the people that you know left comments and asked questions today working with some of them doing some some collaborative things those would be great we have some some potentially we have some potential interviews coming up with um creators that are well-known creators that uh i don't even want to talk about yet because i don't want to spoil it but did we just have some great things coming up and um i'm excited about it so thank you guys for a hundred episodes we're circling the drain this is i'm going to talk to someone for about 15 more minutes after this but we're circling the drain uh thank you guys for yeah 100 episodes for being here yeah it means a lot We'll see you guys next week. We'll review a book. I have no idea what yet. So a little golden um, book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. We'll see you guys next time.